Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello and welcome today to this beautiful episode and today we will discover together your inner feminine and inner masculine energy and quality and I hope in this episode you will learn a lot about yourself, you will learn a lot about how you can connect deeper to these qualities within you and how you can guide them in a loving way to come into balance. And this is a very hands-on episode again. We will actually start with a meditation because I want you to also, I guess, experience in my podcast episodes the inner feminine and inner masculine energy in a way that you do listen, you do learn about concepts, which is very masculine, but you also receive. You also use your own intuition, which is very inner feminine. So these energies, they exist ideally in harmony in both sexes. So no matter if you're a woman or if you're a man, you have or what you identify with, you have um, inner feminine and inner masculine energy within you and you might just lean more into one or the other depending on uh, what sex you identify with. Now, when they are not in harmony, we feel really blocked in our ability to create because we are beautiful creator beings and you might feel that you don't have the energy to start new projects, find a new job or just do simple things like doing chores <laughs> on your list or getting housework done or um, arranging things for your business, anything. Or you might feel blocked in actually finishing projects. You know, you start with something like you start to learn a new instrument or you have ideas for products you want to bring out to the world or services, but then you never finish it. You know, you start writing a book, but you never finish it. So, um, this is, when they're not in balance, this can happen to us. And when they're not in balance, we might experience a lot of anti-self emotions. Like, we are unworthy. We experience self-criticism. We have internal wars between, internal rifts between those two energies. We do not trust the feminine. We do not trust, we do not feel safe around the masculine. And these inner wars, they are of course reflecting outside to our outer world as we see, right? We see in this world a war between men and women. We've seen with the patriarchy um, predominance of one energy and we also see now with the extreme feminism that we sometimes can lean into that again this is an expression of a rift. This is not saying that we don't need men, <laughs> we, we can do everything ourselves, um, is not a balanced expression of feminine and masculine energy you know because only because as women now we can do everything ourselves doesn't mean we have to or we should you know there is a place for feminine and masculine energy there is a place for men and for women in our life and I hope I hope <laughs> so all the work all the healing work we are all doing collectively that we can bring these energies more into balance and especially now with the inner 
feminine rising with that, with women really taking their place, that we do not just go into this extreme feminism, but we do really also start to feel safe around men, around the male energy. We start to honor men and that energy in our life. We start to understand its place and its importance and vice versa, and vice versa. Now, before we go into a meditation where you will meet, you will meet your inner feminine and your inner masculine, these two divine beings living inside of you. Before we do this, I want us to really go from a place, from our higher self, and the higher self is really living within us as well. It's not some sort of fancy thing flying up there in the universe <laughs> that you connect occasionally to. No, you, your soul is anchoring your higher self within you. And that higher self is eternal self-love. It is compassion. It is patience. It is confidence. It always comes from a place of love. Now, do we always feel like that? No. <laughs> no. Because, of course, through trauma, through self, uh, through soul fragmentation, through experiences that we have in this life, but also experience we had in past lives, parts of our soul get disconnected from this higher self energy and do not feel anymore whole or worthy or full of love, full of compassion. And so healing, we bring back these parts of ourselves. We connect them back to our higher self. And so in the meditation, I hope for us that we really look from this place of the higher self to our inner feminine and masculine so that we don't come from a place of judgment but we come from a place of curiosity to discover these beautiful parts within us and to discover why they are the way they are so let's get into it now to make this a little bit physical as well let's do a breathing technique to connect simply to the energy actually the male and female energy in our body your right side is usually connected more to the male energy your left side is more connected to the female energy and if you experience symptoms that are one-sided primarily on one side that tells you actually something about how connected you are to that inner masculine inner feminine how healthy they are within yourself so you can place your finger, you can close one nostril and just close the left one for now and breathe in with the right one. Then you change, you close the right nostril, you breathe out with the left one. You breathe in again from the left nostril, you open the right one, breathe out, close again the right, uh, the, <laughs> oh my god, as we close again the other one. So you breathe in, one nostril is closed by your finger. You open the other one, breathe out through that one, breathe in through the same one. Open again the other nostril, breathe out. Again, breathe in. Breathe out through the other one. Breathe in through the same one. Open the nostril, close the other one, breathe out. I hope you're getting the picture without seeing me. So you're basically just alternating, closing your nostril with your fingers, with one finger and breathing through the open one, inhaling and then opening the other one, exhaling, closing the other side, inhaling again and then exhaling through the other side. So let's do that a little bit more.
two more times. And then just take a deep inhale and exhale. Now we just got the energy flowing from left to right and right to left. And now you can just come into a comfortable position. You can lay down if you feel like. You just sit very comfortable. You can slowly close your eyes. Just connect once more to your breathing. And then imagine you're standing under a beautiful waterfall and you feel the water dripping down on you. You feel droplets of water on your forehead, water running down over your face, over the back of your head, running down by your neck, running down over your shoulders, down over your arms over your elbows, down, over your hands, over the outer side of your hands and over your palms, water dropping into the ground. And you feel the water again coming down over the top of your head, over the back of your head, over your face, over your ears, down over your neck, over your shoulders, down over your chest and over the back of your torso, down over your lower back, over your belly, over your hips, running down over your legs, over your knees, down to your feet, over your feet and into the ground. And you feel how this water is washing you off washing all emotions, all thought patterns from the day, washing it off and giving it to the ground underneath you, to the earth, to be transformed. And you start to feel lighter and lighter. Everything is washing off you. All heaviness, all thoughts, all emotions from the day are washing off you. And then once you feel all light, all cleared, you step out of this beautiful waterfall and you sit down in the grass in front and you feel the sun rising up. And you feel the warm sun rays on your body. It is drying you up. And you still feel the warmth over your feet, over your legs, over your hips. Feel the warmth over the front of your body, over your chest, over your face. And the sun is rising up and rising up, coming higher, shining also to the top of your head, even reaching the back of your head, your shoulders, the back of your torso, your arms, your hands, and you're bathing in that golden light. And you feel how you're filled with golden light and how you're the space around you, your aura fills as well with golden light, with warmth, with love. And from this place of feeling filled with golden light, you turn internal and you ask your inner feminine to come forward and you look at her how does she look like how does her body look like how does her hair look like what color is her hair 
What is she wearing? And now ask her to bring you to her place, to where she spends her time, where does she live? How does this place look like? How does it smell here? How do you feel here? Let her show you around. Let you let her show you her place. What does she like about this place? And now let her show you what she does. What are her favorite activities? How does she spend her day? Experience with her, explore with her, sit with her, do with her, what she does. What lights up her fire, her soul? Is she alone in this place or is there anyone else? Is she doing the things alone or is she doing them with someone else? With whom does she spend her time? And now thank her for her time, for showing you and tell her you will come back later to her. And go back into the neutral space and invite your inner masculine. Let him come forward. How does he look like? What is he wearing? Now let him show you his place. Where does he spend his time? How does this place look like? How does it smell? How does it feel? Ask him to show you what he likes to do in this place. How does he spend his day? Sit with him, explore with him. With whom does he spend his day? Is he by himself? Is he with others? And now, is his place at all close to the place of your inner female? Are they in close proximity? To each other are they in the same place or are they in two different ends of the world now thank him and say you will come back to him later 
And now, go back to your inner female and you find her crying. You find her in distress. You can feel her emotions. You can feel her pain. Her upset. And now, ask your inner feminine, uh, your inner masculine to come forward and just observe, take a step back and observe what he is doing with compassion, with an open heart, no judgment, just observe what is your inner masculine doing while he sees your inner feminine in distress, crying. Is he interacting with her? Is she interacting with him? How does he feel towards her? How does she feel towards him? Is he comforting her or not? And is she allowing him to comfort her? Now, no matter what your inner feminine and masculine did right now, you now go as your higher self with the utmost compassion and love. And you give a big, big hug to your inner feminine. You comfort her. You let her cry her tears. Just put your arms around her. And while she's calming down, And once she calmed down, you also go to your inner masculine. And you also give him a feeling of acceptance, of compassion, of worthiness, of honoring him. And then you thank them both for their time and their attention and their wisdom. You may like to say that you might come back. And you go back to the waterfall and once more you let everything wash off you. You stand under the water, you feel the water running down on you and everything you just witnessed every idea, every thought you had of what you just witnessed just let it wash off you and you feel the sun again raising surrounding you with golden light and you connect to that inner place of calmness of compassion of love for yourself and from here you take one more really big inhale and exhale. <sighs> Blow it all out. And you slowly open your eyes. Do you want to know more about the purpose of your life? Or about your health struggles? Or how you can heal the relationships in your life? Or how your business can thrive better? Get guidance directly from your own soul. You can book me now for an Akashic record reading of your soul. 
You can book the service on my website taowisdom.net. Now, I'm going to read to you a list of qualities of the healed and wounded inner feminine and masculine. So, the healed inner feminine, she feels safe to feel all her emotions. She is joyful, she is playful, she lives her life with ease. She knows that she's a guide, an oracle, a dreamer of life, that she gets inspirations. She feels safe and trusting of the masculine energy. And she surrenders and flows into the structure that the masculine energy is giving her. Now, if the inner feminine is wounded, what does this look like? She is fearful of her own emotions. She is fearful of her own power. She does not believe that she has the ability to create. She may be needy and stuck in trauma and feeling like a victim. She's critical of herself and of others and she can be emotional manipulative. She lacks inspiration and love for life. She feels life is all serious and she's scared to be controlled. Now, the healed masculine energy is patient, is present and is connected to the feminine is protective, is rational and firm, but with an open heart, has a very strong set of value, feels capable and creates structure. Now, the wounded masculine feels alone in this world. He can become very rigid, overly logical, only relying on his mind. You become controlling and to create only from a place of fear. He might have self-doubt and is untrusting of intuition. May be perfectionist, overachieving, and a workaholic. Now, let's remember that we have both of these energies within us. So, <laughs> if you now identified some of these qualities, you know there is exploration to do. And, um, to me, it was very interesting. So this list comes from the Healing the Womb workshop I'm doing right now. And I'm only in week two of nine weeks. <laughs> I'm going very slow, but sometimes, um, you know, your soul is telling you some things you really need to do slow because it's important work you're doing. And then you go much faster on other things. <laughs> So this is from there and I honestly, when I thought about this beforehand, I kind of, I had a idea what is the inner feminine energy, but the healed masculine energy, I had a really hard time to connect it and 
see who is doing the workshop, um, she gave a really nice example to illustrate, you know, how these two energies work together within us because they are co-creators within us. So let's say you you have this idea of wanting to write a book, which I have, you know, and you are full of inspiration. That's your inner feminine, you know. You have this idea and. Um, you're just like, yes, you already know sort of, it's already downloading to you that sort of inspiration, that downloading what's going to be in the book. That's inner feminine. And then that's the question. What is your inner masculine doing in that moment? Because ideally he's here, like you have all this inspiration, you know, you're getting the story, you are opening yourself up to receive everything, the whole content that is in the book. But then the question is, how do you actually bring it into physicality, into form, and that is the task of the inner masculine in a way. So, is then the inner masculine actually going to start to be critical and say like, "Oh, you can't that," you know, "you can't do that," like "you are not a writer," "you you don't have time," you know, a wounded inner masculine, or is he sort of a supportive, healed inner masculine? It's saying, "Okay." Um, let's go slow, step by step. Let's, you know, make an, a time. Let's schedule, like, I don't know, one hour per week where we just go slowly, step by step, and write down the outline and then go from there, you know. Or maybe a wounded inner masculine would be like, oh my god, let's get it all sorted out, you know, let's let's talk to a publisher, da, da, da. <laughs> like being already like so much in the future that you can't get the project started either because you feel so overwhelmed by everything that has to happen for this to come into life. So this is how these two energies work within us and what I find in working with them is that it is nice to actually have dates with them to discover why they are the, the way they are because you will have now you've met them now and you will have seen how they spend their time and um, how they are and you might have your judgment about them right you might have your ideas about and you might ask yourself why is my inner feminine or my inner masculine like this you know why are they maybe not that vibrant or not that uh, supportive or not this not that and because they're parts of us right is um, it is not very helpful to judge ourselves for <laughs> for these parts. It is, I think, more helpful to go and just have dates with them and ask them, ask them their story because there is a story behind why they are the way they are. And this story can have so many aspects. The story can have, um, you know, trauma experiences that made them this way this can be conditioning you know especially when I think of we have a lot of conditioning around how men and women are right we um, especially I feel for the healed masculine we don't have many examples throughout the last couple of hundred years in our history of patriarchy we don't have many examples of a man, a powerful man that is can be trusted, you know, that is not abusing their power in some way or the other. And of course, we have leaned in patriarchy very much into the logical mind, rather than also allowing the feminine aspect of the intuition to come in and ideally it's balanced, right? It's also not ideal to be all in the feminine and be only floating up you know on whatever dimension and be all in intuition no you also need the logical mind for that they ideally come together in a balanced way and we do i think now have to find a way how to heal these stereotypes and how to start to trust i think there's a lot of trust issues between men and women because men not not having exerted that, not having connected to their inner feminine, even like a man, right? An emotional man. Like, I mean, it's not something we see every day. And it's not something, I don't even know how many women would feel about that if out of a sudden their partner starts to talk all the time about their emotions, starts to cry, starts to be soft also, 
you know. Um, it's like also very interesting men in the spiritual world, right? Men leaning also more into this being an oracle, uh, being guided by intuition, by um, concepts that can't be explained by the mind. I think also as women, right, we also have to open ourselves up to that image and men have to also open themselves up to the image of um, the woman and how much we can bring to the table. And I think ultimately a man really, um, or men or the male energy um, is really there to honor and protect and love women and then also to provide for them because they are that energy of structure and providing I don't mean necessarily in the traditional way that doesn't mean that they have to bring the money home and the food on the table it can mean it right if it's helpful if it's in some sort of balance yes that it can mean that but it also means for instance providing a shoulder to cry on right in yes Things like that, providing um, sexual pleasure. You know, I think a man gets an immense amount of satisfaction from really honoring and loving and serving their women in a sexual act, you know, providing her with sexual pleasure. I think he gets a lot of sexual pleasure back. Or providing with the skills they have, like, you know, fixing things in the house. I mean, yes, some women are very handy with it and can do it and like to do it. But at times, like I'm, especially for instance of technology, in some ways, that's maybe a bit stereotypish, but I'm sometimes so happy if my husband sets up like <laughs> the iCloud, the whatever, you know, and I can just use it. I don't need to worry about it. And yes, there's women that have that as, um, as a quality and have that as a strength and as a gift. And it's amazing that they can now also live that, right? But it... It, I mean, it very much depends. Also, my husband, for instance, he cooks a lot. He really loves to cook and he's a very good cook. And he does a lot of cooking for us, right? And that's also not anymore a stereotype, but I think it's nice. He's providing, in that sense, also he's providing nourishing meals to us. And I think he gets a lot of satisfaction out of the fact if we like his food. <laughs> he doesn't like it if we don't like it. <laughs> but, you know, but I feel there's, there's a lot that man can provide in a way and can do to honor and protect women on the other hand i feel women um their some of the expression of the female energy is to really deeply deeply love and have gratitude for man and the male energy and make the male energy and man feel needed and wanted And as I'm saying, this extreme feminism isn't always serving us because we are saying now, oh, we don't need you anymore. We, we can do everything ourselves. We can have children ourselves. We, we can raise them. We can bring money home. You know, we, um, but that is not true. You know, we are denying our own uh, male energy within us if we do that. And I do feel really that men do really need to feel needed and want it and they have their place you know they really have their place and i think it's um it's going to be very beautiful to see men moving coming more into balance themselves in the male and female energy and moving more into the role of yes being a strong Man, but at the same time being trustworthy, being the protector. And for women to start trusting men, and I feel that is there's a lot of deep healing to be done for women to really start trusting the male energy. And men, because of so many examples we had in the past, so lives we lived, um where we just you know couldn't trust a powerful man nor maybe a powerful woman either but yeah 
um, I feel we both can do a lot by allowing ourselves to take the world. And sometimes life is showing us the way how to do it. So I feel there's a lot of healing we can do through going into meditation, through uh, connecting and meeting up with our inner female and inner masculine and especially in moments where we're in distress or after because usually in moments where you're in distress you're like you're not in the <laughs> position to go into meditation but afterwards you know when we had really intense experiences we can go into meditation and connect with those two energies and feel into what how are they those two energies? how are they behaving what has happened and then slowly coach them you know, it's not to be like, ah, oh, why are you this way? <laughs> why aren't you different? Uh, but because being with loving, coming from what I said, this loving higher self, inner higher self, and simply coaching them. But I also feel there's a lot we can actually learn through real life experiences. Like I'm a person, you know, there's people that learn through books and that's amazing. I'm unfortunately... <laughs> person who oops sorry always has to go through life experiences and learn through that and so I tell you one experience that connected me back to my inner female inner masculine um so my inner female she is wow she is like <laughs> she's like this really wild woman she is like strong she has this long curly red hair she is so full of life and full of joy. She's a real expression of my human design, actually. And I'm going to have a podcast about human design because it's so much fun. And in the podcast, we will analyze mine. So you will <laughs> you will understand when I talk about this uh, main expression of my incarnation cross, which is like the gate, it's gate 15, the gate of love for humanity but also gate of extremes and the gate of the wild woman now that wild woman <laughs> that really lives inside of me and my inner ma uh, masculine is totally no match to her um i feel i need to i would like to have a lot of dates with my inner female because she's so much fun but i feel i need to have a lot of dates with my inner male because <laughs> He is at times really overwhelmed by her. She is big in everything and her emotions and in the stuff she wants to do. <laughs> and um, yeah, and he's totally sometimes really panicky. And she doesn't, I don't think she really trusts him because he's not as pow as strong, as powerful as him. And as I think also a lot of work for me to do to even allow myself to have a powerful matching inner masculine because it does go along with trusting also in life powerful men right and even understanding what is it what is a man that is powerful but also connected to their inner feminine like what does this even look like I can tell you I have no really an idea <laughs> It's a work in progress. So anyway, she lives. So she, my inner feminine, she lives up this really high cliff overlooking the ocean. And she loves to connect with the ocean and the trees around. And she dives all the time. She jumps off this high cliff and dives into the ocean and swims with them. <clears throat> like dolphins and whales and then flies up again and flies through the air like she loves to fly and I have to say I would love to fly as a human like seriously oh this would be amazing and oh this is a total other story I need to tell you another time about lucid dreaming because it's so much fun as you can do these things in lucid dreaming if you don't panic <laughs> but yeah but no I would love to fly and um but I'm scared of heights and I'm like, how come my inner female is living up a cliff? My real person <laughs> would like be scared to hell, you know, living on the edge of a cliff <laughs> and skydiving like hundreds and hundreds of meters into the ocean. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Um, so in real life, 
I'm apparently uh, to work with my fear of height. And this is something I only developed. I wasn't scared of heights when I was little. But at some point, I don't know, it happened. And maybe most likely in a past life, I, I died that way, I guess. Falling off somewhere or committing suicide. I don't know. Either way, so I was, we were hiking with my husband in beautiful southern Germany last week. And our typical self, like not really, you know, planning the hikes beforehand. In the past, I was very organized and very planned, but I realized my design is really to flow more and to be less in that kind of male energy and more in that female going with the flow. So yeah, <laughs> we didn't look at any of the hiking routes and we did not realize that there's different grades of difficulty with the hiking routes and that with some routes you really they are alpine routes you really need to be uh, confident <laughs> on narrow paths and confident with heights now so we go on this path and literally the path turns into this tiny narrow pathway where on one hand it goes down hundreds and hundreds of meters and on the other hand side you had at times like just a rope you had to hang on to and then climb over rocks and now imagine my human self was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like going of course when you're scared of heights it's so like if you're scared of anything like spiders or whatever right it's kind of irrational you really have this panic coming up in you and in that moment i um yeah, I was like all panicky and I was like, how can I do this? Like, how can, because it was a round way, we kind of had to go that way. How, how can I continue on this path? And then my husband came and I have this, right, I have this inner masculine that doesn't really in that moment help me, I think. And so, but my husband then represented, I think, the ideal inner masculine or other masculine energy because he was... He was very gentle. He was not critical. He was not pushing me. He was telling me we can go back. Don't worry. You don't have to continue here. He was holding my hands at times. He was telling me just don't don't look down. Don't look down. Just always focus. Focus, you know, forward. And he was like telling me where to step at times. It was really nice. It was nice to physically experience this masculine energy that can be very protective and that can be very um, loving and non-gentlemental in that because I could have also gone to like oh why did you select this hiking route why didn't you plan this properly or why are you scared of heights in the first place you know I, I mean I could be, have been very judgmental to myself <laughs> but I, I was not he was not and um and then I remember in the middle, <laughs> at some point, I was like, he was like, why don't you rest for a moment? I was like, oh, I'm sitting down. And I was like asking him, how long is it still? And he was like, oh, we are halfway. And I was like, halfway. <laughs> it was like a one hour route. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I just sat for a moment. And then I connected to my inner feminine and just, what do I need right now? And then I felt this this color coming in, this orb from actually my guardian angel. And I don't work so much with my angels, but I felt, oh, this was really nice that just he was coming in and I felt very protective, protected. And then I just started to speak like language for the rest of the path. <laughs> because light language, honestly, I feel it is so good at moving energy. Especially when you have, like when you're in fear or in shock, something happened to you, it is such a powerful tool to move that energy and to calm your heart. And I mean, everybody can speak like language, but if you think, what on earth is she talking about? <laughs> what is this? Don't worry. You know, you don't have to know how to do it. You can just actually sing because it's very similar like it's also singing i feel really moves energy it really helps to calm the heart and you can just 
Maybe put your music on in that moment, just sing along to a song or sing whatever comes to your mind or even just talk. But do something with your voice do that gives a vibration in the chest because that is where a lot of the energy in a shock, in a moment of fear uh, gets sort of clogged and gets stagnated. Just for it to move because you're literally like right when you're singing, like you're moving your chest, you're breathing, is that... Is that also? I was speaking that light language, and <laughs> my husband, who has no idea of these spiritual concepts either, was like, "What are you doing? Like, are you like swearing in some kind of like unknown language?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, maybe it sounds like swearing, but it's just calming me down. It's really calming me down." So then we made it to the end of the path, beautifully, beautifully, but. In your life, you will have experiences like me, like very physically real life experiences where you can learn to lean more into the trusting, the inner feminine and the inner masculine energy. So <laughs> don't be mad at your guides <laughs> when they lead you along these experiences. Just be like, it's all fine, I'm learning. And also I felt... In that moment, I was really aware that to not push myself because when you're dealing with trauma, especially something like that, where maybe in a previous life you have experienced uh, something terrible or even in this lifetime, you know, in your childhood, it's really important to not push yourself in the healing. Like I could have returned any time from that path, but I felt, no, I, I can do it actually. But it's really important to take slow steps. And I also feel that in our path of learning how to balance these energies within us, it is really helpful to actually connect to circles of the same sex, same energy. So circles of men, my, what is it like, brotherhood circles and circles of sisters. Because, <laughs> because... In this life, for instance, for me, I experienced the most pain from women because women can be very cruel to each other. But I also experienced the most love, the most love from other women and in circles of other women. A love that is so much deeper than even a romantic love and even a romantic love to a soulmate which is a beautiful beautiful deep love that has so much familiarity and so much connection but even I often feel love like romantic love has a element in it of a little bit possession and fear of losing the person but in love between women or I guess love between men like friendship there isn't that kind of element and the love is just can be so deep and the support the support can be so deep and um, we have in the past in humanity it is so natural for us to be in circles of women or circles of men to um, feel supported to feel deeply supported and I feel with women especially what's standing right now in our way is of course a lot of jealousy and judgment towards other women and I don't exclude myself from this <laughs> because you know we've been like starved we've been starved from being this divine feminine wild being for so many centuries you know we couldn't be the successful woman we couldn't even have a voice we couldn't even say what we think we couldn't vote we couldn't um express our opinion we couldn't uh, do jobs we wanted we couldn't make decisions ourselves about children um, we couldn't we didn't live a lot of times really nurturing supportive powerful romantic relationships full of love we didn't have that and now when we i feel when we see a woman who has that who has a partner who deeply honors her who deeply loves her who deeply supports her who has who's building her business you know who's very successful who can manage children and work we become jealous because we've been so starved of that <laughs> but with jealousy i think jealousy is actually a very useful 
um, emotion. And especially if you are, I got this design tip the other day from an account I'm following on Instagram for human design, which says if you're a manifesting generator, like army or a generator, jealousy is your thing because you, you're not meant to know really what you want in life. You are meant to scroll through Instagram and look what you like about other people's life because that tells you what you want in your life. So with jealousy, I feel it's useful to step away from the other person right and not judge them not leave the emotion there but go back internal and ask yourself why am i feeling jealous what is it in that person's in that woman's life that i want to have what is it and why am i not having it what is holding me back is it some sort of limiting belief am i not feeling worthy enough um do I not have enough trust in life? Like, um, am I maybe sometimes it's like we are not in the right life situation, right? Like, for instance, I follow a lot of these travel um, digital nomads. And I'm like looking at the pictures. I'm like, oh my God, I want to live that life. I want to wake up in the morning in a beautiful nature setting and drink my cup of tea or coffee and just look at the the sea or the ocean, the mountains and be so inspired and then do some work from my laptop digitally and then maybe do a hike and then maybe try further or maybe stay there at night. I want to do that. I want to live that. Is it realistic right now in my, like it's telling me something my soul really craves, right? I have this really craving for adventure and this kind of going with the flow, life in nature. But is it something that's right now really realistic in my life seeing that I think my husband would like that too but he doesn't have a job where he can do it right now okay but that's maybe something at some point could change but then we have two kids and then I'm like looking at myself thinking is it realistic that I do this life with my kids because I'm honestly I don't think I can homeschool I I don't think I can be 24 hours with my kids as much as I love them but they are intense. <laughs> like, they are so full on. Like my little one, he talks non-stop from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed. <laughs> and he's not like quietly sitting at the table drawing or something. No, he runs through the house with enough guns and swords and with a trail of other kids behind him. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, can I be in a camper with them? 24 hours you know with that kind of amount of energy no I'm imagining that life like <laughs> with me and maybe a partner uh, drinking my coffee in peace while I'm looking at the mountains so I'm like okay that life maybe isn't necessarily realistic with my kids right now but maybe I can create pockets of it maybe I and we already did we did a lot of road trips actually also with the kids that were really fun and really nice and uh, we also now doing or me and my husband now doing some holidays for ourselves like as a couple and maybe at some point when the kids are a bit older we can do a longer stretch where we really do a road trip as a couple or something where I feel that life you know and you can ask yourself too if there's something you are aspiring you know in someone else's life where you <laughs> feel jealousy uh, and you feel, well, I can't really create this um, here right now. You can see how you can create small pockets of it, you know, small experience. Because, and what is it that, that you want of this? Because in the end, it always comes down to a feeling, right? For instance, someone who's successful, a woman who has a successful business. Is it the feeling of independence that you crave, of being financially independent? Or is it the feeling of uh, helping a lot of people? Or is it a feeling of um, being a, a famous name? Or what is it like? What is behind this that you crave, right? Or for me, like when I see these <laughs> travel digital nomads, it's like the, I think it's a feeling really of adventure, of going on an adventure and the feeling of being in nature. Like, and so, you know, there's small, small parts in life, small pockets that we can create for our lives. And when it comes back, and where I started this by, again, us being judgmental. 
and jealous of other women and some of this is also conditioning right like a woman has to be only a certain way right it's about us opening up that there's many different choices in life and different life paths and as women we can make very different choices around how we want to raise our kids if we even want kids how many if we want to work if we don't want to work (laughs) you know like how much we want to work like i I think, of course, society in the last hundreds and hundreds of years has put us into this picture of this is how a woman lives, this is how she conducts her family, you know, and now we are breaking a little bit away from that and allowing ourselves to have different um, different models of this, which is really nice. And then I feel we really can start to come back again as sisters and start to connect on the big life-changing things in the life of a woman and then of course also for men in their own circles like especially for women like topics you can't really discuss in a romantic relationship that deeply like your first period you know like um your first sex even my god sexual education (laughs) topics like becoming a mother so deep profound changes in life that I feel only people of the same sex people who have gone through that experience will really be able to relate to everything you know or then um, think topics like miscarriage topics like abortion topics like the menopause I mean, there's so many um, steps in our life where I really feel it would be so nice to come back together as women in female circles to support each other, to be there for each other, to love with each other, to grieve with each other, to cry with each other, to feel safe in our own circle, in our own, with that energy, in our own surroundings. Yeah that I feel a lot of healing, even in balancing the male and the female within us, will come from being with the same gender actually and from healing because some of these deep traumas that we carry and on the feminine side it's definitely traumas of sexual abuse, etc. I think um, this needs a really a coming together as women to heal that and on the man's side as well like alone the trauma of a man uh, of men not being able to lean into the feminine not being able to trust intuition like I have this conversation often with my husband who is quite an intuitive person but he's also saying in his job it's impossible for him to explain why he's making some business decision it is not valued like he needs to come with data that needs to back this up and with other reasons why he decided on bringing certain products into the market or not Um, because intuition is not trusted (laughs) it's not a valid reason while in the ideal world it would be a valid reason right combined of course with data combined with uh, logic but still you know, even even to say, hey, I made this decision out of intuition in the business world. Very hard, very hard to do. So I, I feel there's also a lot of healing to be done for men and also for men in how women see men, right? It's, I think it's a very common thing that men think women complain about them all the time which is true also <laughs> it is not that this is a fairy tale but i feel a lot of men really feel very deeply that they are unworthy in the eyes of women that they are not really wanted that they are just a burden you know someone to cook for someone to clean after you know another child to take care of so yeah it's a lot <laughs> There's a lot here, but I do hope that um, especially the meditation helps you a little bit to connect to your own inner feminine and inner masculine energy, to honor these parts of you, to uh, continue to connect to them, to coach them, to be there for them 
to listen to them, to listen to them also why they are that way. It's very interesting to listen to them. So without further ado, I think I said everything I had to say in this episode. And next episode, I am going to be in Egypt. Yes. Oh my God. Exciting. And I think I will bring out an episode I'm recording next week with uh, my friend Rosalind about unconditional love. I'm very much forward, looking forward to this, <sighs> discovering the, the topic of unconditional love. So I think that's going to be for you next week or in the next two weeks, but you never know. I might hit my mind. <laughs> going with the flow. So thanks so much for listening. I wish you a wonderful November. If you want to know more about soul growth, healing or East Asian medicine, check out my social media channels and my services on taowisdom.net.